Okay, everyone, our music is not working this morning, so I'm going to come straight in here live, and I hope I'm on. Welcome, everyone, to Quantum Leap Your Future here on Coach on Fire and iHeartRadio, and I hope it's an awesome day wherever you may be. I'm thrilled to have you join me here, and I look forward to spending the next 30 to 40 minutes or so with you. Um, talking about this topic that I really, really enjoy talking about lately, and that's a topic of being selfish. So before we kick it off, for those who don't know me, my name is Anna Anderson, and I have been a trainer, speaker, and coach now for over 20 years. I have the awesome privilege of partnering with highly motivated entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, those who are looking to uncover that next adventure write that next chapter in their book, whatever it may look like, or launch that or grow that business or change a lifestyle or whatever it is, that next adventure when you're just ready to make a change. And I want to start out by sending to you all a huge welcome to Quantum Leap Your Future, coming to you today live as it does every second Friday, all the way from Nanjing, China. Now at the moment, I am based here in China. I work with coaches, trainers, and business people from all over the world to take their life and their business to another level. And I love what I do. Along with that, I'm thrilled to be here talking to you today. So let's jump straight into it because it's a busy day for me here today. And it's a hot day. We're hitting summer, so it's a hot day here. So it's a great time to just be sitting down for you guys. Take a break, take a coffee, and sit back and listen to our show. So as I said here, the theme for our show today is, it's time to get selfish. It's time to talk about getting selfish, really getting selfish, really looking at this word and what it means. So I want to start with a question. If you're really, really honest with yourself, would you call yourself a selfish person? Or do you like to be known as a selfless person? Now, most of us, I think, I put my money on it actually, would probably be uncomfortable if someone described us as selfish. It's not usually a word that we put out there as a compliment to other people. Even when we say it to ourselves, it just doesn't feel good. It it brings really negative feelings to who we are and what we are. And when someone says you're being selfish, in most cases you're being criticised. Very rarely is it said as a compliment or praise. So would you say you are a selfish person? Well actually I believe everyone is selfish. Me, you, all of us. As humans we are all naturally selfish. Selfishness comes from our desire to live. From our instinctive desire for self-preservation. It's part of our human nature to be selfish. If we weren't being selfish, we wouldn't look after ourselves, we wouldn't be able to live. But why then, if it's natural for us to be selfish, why is being selfish seen as such a bad thing? What if it turns out that being selfish is not such a bad thing? That being selfish, actually putting ourselves first, prioritizing our needs, may actually be good for us. It may actually be good for our health, our well-being, our professional goals, our business, our relationships in every part of our life. So now stay with me here because I know this is, you know, a lot of you out there will have this feeling that, oh, I don't agree with this. Because How do I know? Because many when I put this post up that this was the topic of our radio show this week, 
Many actually sent me private messages and chatted to me and says, man, I don't know if I agree with you here. I don't want to be selfish. So I want you to hear, stay with me for the next 30 minutes and let's really look at this. Because a long time ago, I remember reading an article and it was entitled, Be Selfish. Be very selfish. I don't know what the article was, but I remember thinking and I remember reading further into this article because it really piqued my interest to be selfish. My initial thoughts were no doubt exactly what you're thinking now when I say to you, be selfish. It's like, no way, no way. This is, you know, that's not the answer here. Because I, like most of us, was totally attuned to that notion that being selfish is one of the worst characteristic traits that we might possess. Being selfish is immediately associated with all the negatives in life. We put it with greed and ego and arrogance and conceit and pride. The list goes on. Everything to do with selfish is negative, it's toxic, it's self-destructive. We see that people who behave selfishly on a regular basis, most people will put them out there and see them as self-centered, thoughtless, and you know, all these negative connotations. No one likes to be around a selfish person. Selfishness is typically defined as being excessively or exclusively concerned with just yourself. Now, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I want us to really dig deeper and think about this more. Because when I was a kid, I remember, and I know if you close your eyes, you'll go back to this, all adults around, would you just hear it all the time. You know, don't be selfish, share your toys, do this for someone else, get off your seat. I know that I grew up feeling bad if I didn't share. I grew up feeling bad if I put myself first. I remember feeling bad if I wanted something just for me. And I know many of you can relate to this. I remember having, you know, a bag of lollies and then giving it away and actually, oh, I have none left for me. And I know that this feeling, this thought of selfishness, this is the way I thought about it, actually followed me through my teenage years. My grandmother's favorite saying, and I know my cousins will relate to this if they're out there listening, whenever we saw her, her final words to us whenever we left, and she was the most beautiful person, but her final words to us were always be a good little Christian girl, yeah, be a good girl. And it was a lot about being kind and being nice and looking after others. My whole family, this was the basis of our being, was looking after others. Now, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with looking after others. But there was never, ever anything in my childhood or teenage years that was about looking after me, about being selfish at all and looking after me, putting me first. Even into my marriage, my business and having my own girls and having my own family, I've always had this like inner drive to put others first. It's just part of my whole being is to always think of others first. I still do. My parents came first, my marriage came first, my religion came first, my girls came first, you name it. I put everything and everybody before me. Now don't get me wrong, I did this quite willingly and I was quite happy to do this. I was happy doing what I was doing because basically I didn't know any better. This was what I believed was the way to do it and I was happy doing it. I was ignorant. This is what I thought life was. Basically, 
selflessly just giving to other people. But then one day, and I'm going to say it, it was the worst day of my life on October 8, 2002, I lost my dad. Eight weeks from diagnosis to death and five surgeries in between, he died from a massive brain tumour. And everything that followed, I started to become more aware of different things. I started to think of things differently. This was really a turning point for me in my life. I started looking at my dad. He died having not achieved all that he wanted to or could have achieved in his short life of 57 years. Now, don't get me wrong, he wasn't unhappy, or maybe just a little, and yet he was always pushing me and my brother to achieve more and extend our horizons and achieve more than he did. Because of his illness, or because of an illness when he was 13 years of age, my dad never finished high school. He was meant to go to St. Stephen's at that time, a real prestigious boys' boarding school. And instead, he spent months in, hosp months in hospital. And then when he returned to our hometown to finish off his schooling, he never really got that kickstart in life that I think he always thought he would. And we never really talked about it. My dad wasn't one for idle chatter, unless he was drinking too much. So we never really learnt much about how Dad felt about that, of his education or his goals or his life choices. But what I do know is that he wanted so much more in his life. And on his death, that's when it made me reflect on his life at 57, which was way too young to die, and my life. And I knew that like him, deep down, I wanted more from life. I wasn't unhappy. I've never, ever been an unhappy person. And yet I've always wanted more. And on his dying, a huge turning point in my life and my thinking. Because for a long while, I felt guilty about having this feeling after my dad died. I had a wonderful husband. I had two beautiful daughters, a good business, a lovely home, lots of friends and family around. And I had just so much to be thankful for. And yet, guess what? I wanted more. And I know I felt selfish. For a long time, I felt so selfish wanting more. So I gave more instead, and I put more and more into doing things for other people. And a lot, for a long time, I sat on this feeling. For a long time, I squashed this feeling. And I worked really hard instead on being content with what I had. But when Dad died... And through the grief and through the time that followed, that's when I decided that things needed to change. And while it didn't happen overnight, I know that this was a major breakthrough for me. The major breakthrough when I began to see that to survive and to live as I wanted, I needed to get selfish. And from there on in, I began to develop what I believe to be a much healthier mindset. I felt so much freer in my head. It was a mindset where I became more important to myself, something I don't believe now in hindsight I ever was. I began to look at the mindset that I held on to so firmly that I should always put others' interests ahead of mine and that pursuing self-interest was totally wrong and it wasn't right. It wasn't right. I began to see those two mindsets. I began to make my own choices based on 
yep, being selfish on what I wanted. Now, I didn't, didn't go out there. I didn't have a massive, you know, epiphany and leave my family or anything. But I did work through my own thinking, my own way of being and who I wanted to be and how I had lived my life to that point. Even the word selfish still has really negative connotations for me. Even after all this time, 2002 till now, 15 odd years, it still has really negative connotations for me. But I decided right then and there that I was going to become selfish. I was going to start looking after me. And guess what? You have no idea the difference this made in my life. Now, I know I'm putting this out there because this is not something I generally talk about. This is not something I talk about often. And yet this part of my life, this decision of mine to make this change is a big, big part of who I am today, a big, big part of my coaching practice and the tools and what I do and how I use tools to help others in my coaching, my training and my speaking. And so I think... Well, I'd, I'd like to ask you, what do you think about this? What about you? Do you think being more selfish in your life could bring positives? Do you think that at some time in your life, you could be proud of being selfish? I actually am now. I am proud to be selfish. I am proud to say to my family, my friends, my colleagues, my, my business you know, associates, that I am selfish. Why? Because they know I will give anything usually to other people, but that the key for my success, the key for who being who I am, is around me now looking after me. So let's start our learning today looking at what selfishness is, because I think to truly understand that selfishness can be positive in your life, you really need to understand what selfishness is. And then I want to just talk a little bit about why I believe you need to be serious about selfishness if you want to have success. What, why I believe you need to be really selfish if you want to make changes in your life. And why you need to be selfish just to be happy and create that life or business you truly desire. So are you with me? How about that? Let's have a look first off at what is selfishness. For me, I, I believe, and some will say there's three types of selfish, but I kind of keep it really simple. I believe there's two types of selfishness, and I wouldn't say good or bad. I don't think there's good or bad. It's the yin and yang of everything. There's a, there's a negative and a positive for everything. But when it comes to selfishness, I often refer to it instead as being healthy or unhealthy. Now, unhealthy selfishness is, is exactly all those negative things that we talked about in the beginning. It's when we're self-absorbed, we're consumed in our own thoughts without acknowledging what others are feeling or thinking. We're inflexible in everything we do, being completely one-sided, completely focused on you, always. Now, we know people that are like that, and you can relate to an unhealthy selfishness. But on the other hand, I learned a lot about healthy selfishness. And that kind of selfishness, it grows out of an accurate understanding of who we are and what we need in order to take care of our needs first. Now, simply put, that's it. That's what selfishness is, is taking care of yourself first so then you're able to take care of others. 
it's just all about allowing yourself to honor, care for, and nourish, nourish yourself within reason before we can then honor, care for, and nourish others. Now, as a coach, this is really, really important. Because I can't help others unless I have helped myself first. I can't teach others unless I have taught myself first. It always and always will come back to you. And that to me is a really healthy selfishness. The healthy and the unhealthy. I think if we can get clear on those two things, it just can really help us see where we can make changes in our life, where we can strengthen ourselves and bring more positivity into our life by being selfish. Because unhealthy selfishness operates with a, like it has no greater end in view. There's no higher motive to what is done. It's all about the now and it's all about me. Whereas that healthy, that desirable selfishness, it involves the courage the confidence to actually give priority to us. Prioritize ourselves and our concerns. It gives us that confidence to be clear and honest and upfront about our needs. Not to harm others, not to hurt others, not to reject others, but simply to serve them in a deeper better, more sustained and committed way over the long term. And that's what life's about. It's enjoying not just the now, but the long term and having others come with us on the journey. By nature, we have actually been designed to thrive through a healthy, selfish form of self-preservation. I love a wonderful analogy that I learned. Um, and they used it, it was a, of an apple tree. Now, if you think of an apple tree that sits there, an apple tree cannot give us oxygen to breathe, it cannot give us apples to eat, and it can't provide the shade for us to sit under on a hot day if it didn't first selfishly absorb the water and the nutrients from the ground or the light and the energy from the sun that it needs to grow strong and healthy. It needs to take care of itself first before it can provide any of those things for us. Now, we're no different to that apple tree by nature. We, too, were designed to function at our best through the same form of healthy self-interest, healthy selfishness. As a human being, not only does our body and heart and mind function best when we give ourselves what we need to be well, to be healthy, to be happy, to be strong. But the natural byproduct of being this way, of having this dynamic, is that we then also have so much more to give others when we have truly attended to ourselves, when we have truly fed ourselves first to be able to give out, for want of a better word, that apple, that shelter, that oxygen to others to help them have a better life. So then the question I'm going to ask you here is, why, if it's natural, is it kind of so hard to put ourselves first? Why do we feel guilty when we need to do something for us? Why is looking after us seen as selfish? When are we going to stand up and say enough is enough? Because it's funny. There's a real, real um, 
contrast out there in the world. We actually live in a very put-others-first society, and yet we say we live in a very selfish world. So it's very conflicting, this true meaning of selfishness. Because in a world where we put others first, we frequently fail to put our needs to state our needs as clearly as we should, and often this has huge results, negative results, for us if we truly want to give. I mean, think about yourself. In order to be a good parent, you need to be able to give yourself something, even if it's only little, every day. And I know sometimes that's hard. I've been there, done that. As a business owner, you may need to say no to people. You may need to look after yourself and have that hard conversation with others. Just as a human being, you may need to do something that, you know what, seems a bit indulgent. You may need to spend that last dollar on you simply for your sanity's sake. But because we sense how contrary to others' expectations these desires can seem, often we say no to ourselves. Often we opt to stay quiet about what we need. Often we grow and hold all of this inside us and become increasingly, oh, there's so many, so many emotions that we hold inside us when we hold the selfishness and we put it off and put others first instead of ourselves for a long time. I sometimes think that a lack of selfishness, the healthy selfishness, turns us into very, I don't know, bitter comes up, bitter, sometimes angry, disappointed, ineffective, and I have to say unhappy people from the inside out. Our giving lacks something when we haven't first given to ourselves selfishly first. So for some reason, we fail to follow this natural principle of life. We create lives around that opposite trait, We seem to think and we put it out there that we have an overbearing modesty, that we give until we can give no more. We we give in to the wishes of others. We do things for others. And all of this, this to me is a dangerous and counterproductive lack of selfishness. And this can hurt us just as much as what we think in our minds or perceive selfishness can do to us. A lack of selfishness can hurt. So we spend the majority of our lives thinking that selfishness is negative. Selfishness is bad, it is wrong, unhealthy, and maybe even sinful. We please others, we put ourselves either second or last, or just don't even think about ourselves when dealing with our family, our friends, and our partners. And the truth is that even when we try to avoid selfishness, we are still being selfish. But this is the unhealthy selfishness. And by being unhealthily selfish, we limit ourselves. We limit our thinking. We limit our actions. We put ourselves down. We give others what we want for ourselves. And I'm sorry, but this is the key for me. It's not the right thing for anyone to ever neglect their mental, emotional, or physical well-being 
to live in a world where you give, 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 but it leads to a lot of stress, maybe resentment, and a whole lack of joy, an unhappy life. If you really, really analyze it, it's really not rocket science. We need to get selfish. We either take care of ourselves or we neglect ourselves. Taking care of ourselves enables us to actually have the time and energy for others. Neglecting ourselves, it may feel okay to give on the outside, but we're actually taking ourselves down a path to more stress, more resentment, and more unhappiness. So what do you think? This is healthy selfishness. This is, to me, is what it's all about. Because how are you supposed to take care of others if you're not selfishly taking care of yourself first? Now, I know some of you out there know that selfishness doesn't have, you know, have to have all these negative connotations. I know many of you know that selfishness can be unhealthy or healthy. But you know what? What I've learned? That for some of us, some of us are just better at being selfish than others. Because contrary to the thinking that, yes, it is natural to us, pursuing selfishly ourselves, pursuing self-interest, actually doesn't come naturally to us. It's hard work, especially if from our childhood we have been brought up to think differently. It takes effort. And sometimes I think that's the mindset we get in, that because it takes effort, it must be wrong. So how do we become more selfish? And maybe the first question is, do you want to become more selfish? Well, like anything, and anyone that I coach will say that this is where I go first, we start big by looking at what we truly want, and then we come back small. Start slow, start small, start by prioritizing and getting really clear on what your needs are today, on what your needs are in the future. Create a space around yourself where it's okay in your own mind to be selfish. Start reiterating this fact to your own thinking, to your own mind. It's going to start from inside. Being selfish is going to start from the inside. And remember, there's the two selfishness. So selfishnesses. Sorry, I don't know if my English is right there. So it's getting really clear on what it means to you and how you can use it to be a better person, to feel better, to be happier. There's this quote, and I don't know who it's from, so I can't tell you who it's from, and it says something like, self-care is never, ever a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift you have, the gift you are put on the earth to offer others. You are a gift. I am a gift. We are here to help others. And yet to do that, we need to do be selfish, have self-care for our own self-preservation. And so here's three simple things I do. Number one is I find quotes, intentions, motivations that support this thinking. Because I still sometimes have trouble telling myself I'm being selfish. But I put them out there, I put them in my computer, I put them on my phone, I put them on my wall. I journal my thoughts around being selfish. When I have the feeling I'm being selfish and it's unhealthy selfishness, I journal about it. I get it out of my head and I focus on being healthy selfish. 
Number two, when you need some time alone, take it. Sometimes you just need to spend time with yourself. Do not feel obligated to always be around people. Have them for dinner, fill your calendar, always be networking. We all need time to recharge, even if it's just that 20 minutes in the shower. Surround yourself, create an environment where you can have this healthy selfishness and then take some time to spend with you to recharge and take alone time for you. And number three, and here's one I think, and this fits more because of our fast-paced world and technology, when you don't feel like being available, then don't. Just because I have my phone on me doesn't mean I have to answer it. And I'm getting really good at this in China because so many rubbish numbers call. Basically, I just don't answer my phone unless I know exactly who it is and I want to talk to them. When your phone is ringing and you know, and it's not even, it could be a good conversation, but it may take you away from what you're doing or drain you, then wait until you're mentally and emotionally prepared to talk to that person. You are under no obligation to answer your phone, reply to your email, return every text as soon as you see it. This just causes stress. Think about yourself. Go offline. Get off the grid and take time to focus on what you need to do during the day. Answer people when you are ready. Do things in your time, not under the pressure of others. So those are just three simple things I could think of that sometimes people think that makes me selfish. And guess what? It does. But what is selfish? Taking care of myself so I can help do better and serve others better. So then, why is it so hard? What could be stopping you? What stops most people from being selfish? Well, it's like everything. Everything, the, usually the biggest obstacle to everything is Fear. Why fear? Because to become selfish, to actually start looking after ourselves first means change. And change usually means that we're going to hurt someone. So when we start being selfish, maybe we have fear of hurting others, this fear of being judged. Fear of being rejected because we're doing something different. Fear of losing love because we are changing who we are. Fear of losing support. All these fears come in. They are the most common ways we justify having an unhealthy selfishness. Being self-destructive, giving and giving and giving until we can give no more. We fear that if we take our love, if we take our support, if we focus on us more, we will lose something. And you know what? We might. I've got to be honest with you. We might. I did. And yet, you have to look at selfishness as the ability to look after ourselves. Healthy selfishness feels like taking a risk. It doesn't mean you'll disregard other people's feelings and needs. It really just simply means we don't disregard ourselves to please others. We don't put others before ourselves at our own expense. When we do so, it is a choice. It means we take care of our body and value our needs 
our desires, our dreams, our goals and our feelings. That to me is it in a nutshell. And guess what? If you've been a people pleaser all your life, this is going to be hard to break the mould. But I'm going to put it out there. It is so worth it. If you can learn how to say no in a way that fits for you, if you can learn to stand up for yourself in a way that you are proud and say no, people will respect you more for it when the day ends. And believe me, you will feel so much better for it in the long run. It is not wrong to be selfish. It is not wrong to want to be healthy and happy. It is not wrong to want to feel valued, appreciated and respected. It's not wrong to want to be the best person you can be. Believing we are selfless and ending up miserable does not serve the world. It does not serve you. We were not born to do this. I still struggle with this and I know that acknowledging and honouring my needs and desires is the best thing I can do for all of those around me. And it took me a long time, it took me a lot of money invested to learn how, but I now know better and I'm quite happy to stand up and say, you know what, it's time for me to be selfish. But then here's the question, does it make good business sense to be selfish? Because they all say, you know, being selfish in business will slowly destroy your business. Well, come back to what is the meaning of selfishness. Unhealthy selfishness is detrimental to any business. Healthy selfishness will empower you in your business. Taking care of yourself first in business is just what I would say a long-term strategy. Having a me-first thinking, being healthily selfish, especially when it comes to accomplishing your goals in business, putting your priorities first, doing what you need to do to grow your business, this will strengthen your business. This will give your business the, your, the, the, sorry, the boost your business needs to keep moving forward. In business, my tips for you would be to set your, set your schedule and stick to it. Set your business hours, set up your business for you, get really clear on who you are and what you want. As a coach, I have learned all this. I now structure my days, my coaching calls around my business hours. And those hours are set to enable me to give the best to my clients. But to give the best to my clients, I want to do that in in a way and being prepared by looking after me first. When a client calls me outside of that time, they know that I will answer if I can and if I want to. But at other times, I will come back to you in the times given. Schedule time, block time, stick to your time so that you put you first to enable you to then serve others. Remember, no man is an island. Now, this was another hard one for me. When you're going through this change, when you're looking at becoming more selfish, looking after yourself, always remember you cannot do everything on your own, whether it's in business or in life. But you have to learn to put yourself first in business. And here's four things that I think would help you to do that. And I think I've kind of referred to them over this program. Number one is what I just said to you. Stop trying to do it all. Get really, 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 i got to just say that, get really, really, really clear on what's important to you. 
Now, if you're like most people, we have this long line of to-do lists and that we will never to do, we will never get to do our to-do list. Can you relate to that? So what it is is create priorities. Define what's important to you, then create your priorities. Get really, really clear what's important to you and how you want to do it. Because if you can start achieving things, guess what? You'll be happier. If you can start putting yourself first, doing what you need to do first, then looking after others, you will be happier, you will be stronger, you will be more confident in what you do. So number one, identify what is most important to you and you alone. Now you are going to think about what's important to others, but your first step, what's most important to you. Then I love this one. I love to do this. I love mixing and matching because I get a bit bored if I just do the same thing over again. When you've got clear on what's important to you in business and what you want to do, then integrate your goals with others. Think about putting yourself first doesn't mean you ignore the goals or needs of others. Rather, you want to think about their goals once you're clear on what's important to you. Think about their goals and see how they fit with your direction, with your journey. Because this then allows you to support others while still focusing on what's important to you. Now, I can't think right off the top of my head of a business example. Well, I can. It's like coaching in a coffee shop. It really upbuilds me to coach in a coffee shop. Now, if this fits with my coaching clients, then that's what we do. We both get a thrill out of what we do. It enables me to feel good about what I'm doing and I can still do my coaching. But I also think about walking because this is where I really apply it. If I want to go walking at a time, then I ask someone to join me. If they want to talk to me, I say, come and join me while I walk because I get really bored walking on my own. So I say to people, you know, come join me while I'm walking. And then I get to talk with them. They get to tell me whatever it is on their mind, but I'm getting some exercise. I'm doing what I want to do first. I'm supporting my health goals while still helping someone else. Now, I don't do this all the time because sometimes I like my own space when I walk. But see where you can integrate your goals with others because it then helps you put you first and still you're helping others at the same time. So number one, identify what's most important to you. Then integrate your goals and what you want to do with others when possible. It's a win-win situation, this one. It's a real win-win. Sometimes it could be cooking. The other one is cooking. I invite people to come and cook with me or with Michael, more like it. But then we can eat and cook and do all these things and still have time to take care of the business, in other words. Okay? And then what do I say? Number three, use your productive time effectively. Learn how to use your time. Protect your time. Limit the limit interruptions you can have. Schedule meetings during the times that fit for you if you can. Turn off your email. Close social media down. Really, really get selfish about your time because your time cannot be taken back. Use it productively. Use it on what's important to you. Use it to keep you moving forward. Get really clear how you use your time effectively. And then number four, identify the challenges. What's going to get in your way? When you've found out what's important to you, you've tied your goals in with others and you've set up your time, then stop and think about what is going to get in your way. What's going to stop you from achieving your goals? 
Just by doing this can then help you be more prepared for what's going to happen in your day or your week or your month. So how does that sound? Are you ready to get more selfish in your life? Are you ready to get more selfish in your business? Are you ready to take it to the next level by getting out there and being selfish, truly selfish and looking after yourself? Well, I hope you have. But, and, change is not always easy. So what you really need to do right now, and I'm going to just say this to you, take 15 minutes after this call, if you've got a coffee, and get really, really clear on what's important to you. Really clear on what's important to you. Think about how you can integrate your goals with others. Think about when you're the most productive and how you can protect that time for you. And then look at the patterns that you've gotten into. Look at your thinking. Look at what's not working for you. What's not inspiring you in your life. And look at moving them from your life selfishly so that you can focus on the other things that are truly important to you. And as just a closing thought, because I'm going to start wrapping it up, think about this when it comes to being selfish. We can only give out what we have from within. So take some time to really connect with who you are inside. If you are angry, if you are stuck, if you are frustrated, if you are stressed, inside, then that's what you're giving out to people. You're going to magnify whatever's inside of you and you are going to put it out to people. But if you can be selfish so that inside you can feel content, you can feel happy, you can feel like you've accomplished something, you can feel confident in what you are doing, you can feel clear in what you're doing, you can have compassion and empathy for others because of what you've been through, then guess what? That too is what you are going to spread because what's on the inside is what's going to come out on the outside. So selfishly look after yourself on the inside. As women, as leaders in business, as mums, as just as healthy human beings, it's so important for us to be selfish, to take care of our own state of being over everything else. Now, having babies and things, there's a whole new mixture in that. And I know that. I've been there. And yet it's still important that we take care of our own self. Because by doing that, and only by doing that, can we then spread that selfishness is good for us. We can then spread all the good that it gives to us far and wide. Not just to our families and to our friends and to our colleagues and to those in our business, But that kind of selfishness where we all are happy and we look after ourselves from the inside and then it gives it out will actually enable us all then to have what I believe are happier, healthier lives and businesses. And so that's my message for you you today. Get out there and be selfish. Be selfish. Be really, really selfish. It's time for us to get selfish. And I'll leave that with you on that thought. And if you'd like me to help you to become more selfish, to change your life, to grow your business, then you can contact me on AnnaMAnderson.com or join me on Facebook. Search for Anna M. Anderson Transition Strategist. Download your free guide. In the comments, I have a link to my free guide, Dare to Thrive. 
It gives you some pointers on how to get out there and really look after yourself first. And I know it takes courage to take that first leap. And I know that you have the courage within you. I know you have the passion within you. I know you can do this. I know you can put yourself first if you really think about it. But it all begins with a conversation. So guess what? I can't wait to talk to you again next week. I can't wait to talk to you if you want to talk to me about how, how to become more selfish in your life and business. But for right now, I'm going to say to you, everyone, kaki tiano. Wherever you may be in the world, make it awesome. And I will be back with you in a fortnight on Quantum Leap Your Future here on Coach on Fire and iHeartRadio. Have a good one.